0: Today is not that day. Live. Uh, yeah, live. Um, live. Are you ready? Cuz no. I'm not. Nope. Can you even hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, good. Now well, that makes one of us. I actually can hear you better than I did last week. Well, look at that. Hey, how you doing, Nick? Uh, hey. Uh- we have no viewers. All right. Nobody can tell us if they can hear us. This may be one of those episodes where we just forego Oh, wait, there's one. All right. So we have at least one. Uh, is it Mark Garney? I don't know. I don't know either. What the hell? I don't know. Do you know?
1: I don't. I can't don't see all know? the same. I can't even see all the same stuff you see.
0: All I see is one. It's one. Oh, it's the Conchetta. Number. Hi! <laughs> I love her. She's awesome.
1: I'm going to try and figure out how to share this stream. On the Rock City page, because everybody keeps asking about it, and then every
0: time I share, I can't figure out how to do it. Yeah, it's really... You know why? Because Facebook's a dick, which is why I tell everybody to come here, because StreamYard, which is what, for the, for the one person that's what, the two people that are watching right now, for those of you that are watching right now, the reason why I always say come over to, uh, over to YouTube is because Facebook stops progress, like... This used to be automatically posted on my page and the cover to cover page, and all Nick yep. had to do was share it, and yep. it was great, and it was awesome, great. That all changed. Now I can't do that. Now, whenever we put something up, it creates an uh, uh, an event instead, because Facebook doesn't allow the live. Broadcast from something outside of whatever it is that they do, until uh, unless there's an event around it, and then this is broadcast within the event. All right. Oh, Rock City Music Company shared shared the video. All right. Well, that's I what it's it out. I Just got a notification, so that's good. We like that. Um, but yeah, man, and no, I have not figured out TikTok yet. To answer your question, this was this was the the question. Have you guys figured out TikTok yet? No, I know that there's a tick. And then there's, and a talk there's a talk. Yeah, followed soon after. Some of this would lend itself to TikTok, I think. It would, and once I figure that out, look, I have a whole plan. I got like two weeks off at the holidays, while you go and go crazy. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't have a dog, I would come work in your store. Uh, that would be I, great. I would. I would. The offer. The offer is on the table. Whenever you're ready. Oh, great. The offer for me to work for free (laughs) for you is on the table for me. Oh, I'm sure it would not
1: be for free.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: You're going to fly from San Diego to Detroit for free? No, but I mean, you haven't offered me money,
0: uh, so uh, there's that, you know. You don't want my offer. Oh yeah, Yeah, your offer is like a cup of coffee and a punch in the mouth. Like, great. That'll be the most awesome payment I've ever gotten. It's a little bit better than that. Well, you know, Nick, I understand if you pay everybody as an independent contractor, you won't need to, to, pay, their to insurance. pay their taxes or their insurance. <laughs> this is how KISS got rich. We barely paid our crew. We paid them in vagina.
1: No, they probably paid them in KISS merchandise.
0: Well, that too. Uh, everybody got the uh, KISS masks so they could look like us. All day long. Uh, yeah, that's that's, you know, whatever. But you know what? I'm just going to roll the intro because nobody's coming in. So we're just going to roll it because somebody's Somebody totally sloppy. But hey, right. well, what about covered to covered is a podcast that features two idiots talking about music at length. And occasionally a dog does make an appearance. There will also be special guests from time to time that will show up and they will be smarter than the hosts. And the hosts will give their opinions. By the way. They are exactly that, opinions. They are not truths, they are not fallacies, and they do not reflect the views or opinions of their employers or those they employ. So with that, just enjoy the damn show. say i hate this whole thing i hate this whole thing i really really do i hate facebook and it just sucks donkey dick what you do now i'm just trying to share my own posts and i can't do it like it's just this is so asinine like, oh, and Mark i hate Zuckerberg, everybody i know you're watching so mike apologizes yeah. Like, and then this is like, all right, I'm trying to share it. Well, share to your story, to your friends. Okay. And then something went wrong. We're working on getting it fixed as soon as we can. You know what it is? It's because you don't want people to know about us. Not without paying. Not without paying. Look at Roger. Roger's just chilling in the background with his toy. He also also hates Facebook. He does hate Facebook. That's why he doesn't have a page there. He's just like, no, I'm going to go to parlor (laughs) Where he can say whatever he wants with nobody checking anything, and no no matter how true or not it is. Um, But, you know, that's not, Parlor's a way worse alternative than Facebook. I will say that much. But with that said, we speak the truth here on Cover to Covered. And my name is uh, Mick. My name is Mick, and that is Nike, (laughs) or Nike, as he likes to be known. My name is Mike. That is Nick. Nick, what store do you (laughs) own? Rock City Music Company. That's great.
1: And where are you located? Livonia, Michigan, 5 Mile in Farmington, or find us online at rockcitymusicco.com. Well, you answered my next question, which is where can we find you,
0: but you know, thanks. You said where can I where can we find you? Can't, didn't you? No, you said Where are you, where located? you located? And then well, it's always where can we find you, and that you killed it. Well, I've done but this okay. a few times, you know. Yeah, you have, and so have I. Let's see. Where's, where is the crazy lady? The crazy lady is not around anymore, Sean. I'm thankful for that. She, uh, she, uh, she has been blocked from every single one of my social media and my phone, and I had to change my locks. Put it that way. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> that was my old dog sitter who went Meshuggah. Not the band, because that would have been cool. <laughs> she went <laughs> but, very gent oh my god she she didn't go she went jazz gent like things that shouldn't happen she like went she fan went, fret guitar gent she went microtonal mandolin <laughs> crazy so yeah that's what happened anyway uh, Michael McCutcheon says uh, I heard Twitter is happening you know <laughs> so yeah we're not going there either because um, what are we going to tweet and then Elon Musk is going to be like no and I'm going to go all right And that's it. So, all right. Where are we? We are here today to talk to you about different things. First off, Nick, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. That's tomorrow, by the way, though. I know, but I'm not going to be there, be near you or on the air. Neither are you. You're going to be eating turkey. Well, no, maybe not. But I will be eating turkey. You'll be eating some tofurkey or faux turkey or whatever. Turkey on a stick that's made from bean sprouts or some shit like that. What what, what do you eat on Thanksgiving?
1: I've been uh, I've been going back and forth to be honest with you on the how strict of uh, a vegan I'm being lately, but uh, usually they they do make a uh, a turkey substitute that's actually really good, and uh, you can eat most of the sides, you know, uh, mashed potatoes and such. Um, I don't know what I'm having though. Actually, I'm good. I'm going to some family's house tomorrow, and I'm actually not sure what's on the menu.
0: You don't know what family you're going to?
1: No, I'm going what fam- I know what family I'm going to. I don't know what I'll be eating.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Well, I hope it's lovely and joyous. I get on a plane at six forty-five, fly to New York. Get off the plane at three. I'll be at my mother's house by about four thirty or so. Eat dinner. Yay! Get to spend you know Turkey Day with mom. Yes. Always good. Then go to bed, get up, fly to Pittsburgh, and start working. Yep, <laughs> like you're immediately, you're on fire.
1: You're on fire. No,
0: I I'm not. I'm like my fire's burning out. I'm actually getting a little crispy, man. Like all this travel. You've is- done a lot
1: of traveling, especially coming off. A lot of people don't realize. Um, you know, a, a guy in your position was not traveling for almost two years. Yeah. So, so- and I
0: used to travel all the time. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I didn't even travel this often. Right. Like as I'm doing now, even when I was traveling on, on the regular. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, but you know what we got to do, do? We got to do, we got to make sure that, uh, all the donuts are being made. So, um, you know, well, I want to pe- be able to buy Christmas gifts. So well, that.
1: people like me, even though we don't work together on the professional side of things uh, are very grateful for the people that put in the amount of effort that you do.
0: Well, thank you. Yes. Now buy me something nice for Christmas.
1: <laughs> I still owe you that R nine.
0: You know what? I'll forego that. And I would have foregone that if I got kissed the originals. But no, <laughs> you were like, no, I'm not gonna give you that shit. So I went on and got mine got my own thing. Speaking of, guess what came in the mail today? What? A couple of things. So, first off, I gotta show this one. This one was pretty cool. This one came all the way from the from the Britons. This is a Rush Prime Mover 12-inch. But it's it's actually a limited edition. You can't really tell on camera, but this is actually foil. Uh, you can probably tell. You a can little tell bit. a little bit. It's reflective, yeah. so it's like like it's not lenticular, you know. But it's actually it's foil, and it's really really cool. Uh, so that came in the mail today, along with uh, another copy of I wound up getting another copy of Rathchild's America. Rathchild America's climbing the walls. Sweet.
1: That One of your favorites.
0: Oh yeah and I'm hoping to get Brad on the show here soon. I was going to do it on my birthday. I was going to ask him to come, but he's got some JBL thing he's got to do I saw, so I didn't even ask.
1: I'm sure that's uh, more important than this.
0: Well, yeah, cuz he that makes him money. This makes him would make him mad. That's all. But
1: speaking of which, I want to give a, while you're while you're getting something else ready to show Shout out to our cover-to-cover uh, cover alumni in Fuzzbubble. The yeah. crowds that they played to over the weekend looked amazing. They very happy to see that.
0: They killed. They did great. They played at the Paramount in Huntington, Long Island, in front of a few thousand people. They played another show the day before, kind of like their warm-up show for that one. They were direct support for Zebra, which is kind of funny until you realize that Zebra draws like four Thousands or five thousand people. <laughs> people in long island you know uh so yeah they killed it and i i saw they i saw the uh i saw some of the the videos from it and they, they performed great i mean they sounded absolutely incredible so jim mark jay uh you guys uh, love y'all and, and you guys absolutely killed it and then of course they got back and they all had covid all of them jim and jay did i don't know about mark but Jim and wow. Jay did for sure. Oh,
1: that's terrible. Hopefully they're yeah. feeling all right.
0: They are. They. I checked in with Jay. He's doing all right. And Jim's sitting on the couch with his uh, with his wife, who also had COVID, and their dog. So no Thanksgiving for them, except for the fact that they can cook for each other, which is always a
1: pleasure. There you go. So. He was posting some amazing stuff of uh, New York cuisine when
0: he was there. I was, I was oh, yeah. loving it. Oh, it's the pizza and the bagels, man. You know, I mean, that's the, the, that's all you need. Yes. That's all you need. Everything. Green salads. What? No. All right. So in the mail today, I got there roll the bones reissue, new in plastic, new in new in whatever this is, new old stock, new old stock. I also got counterparts, sealed, new old stock, reissues. Every we should clarify that those are yeah, these are the, these 2015 are the reissues. reissues. But this isn't. This is the only one of this. Test, Test for, for Echo. Echo. Sealed.
1: You're on fire and, with the sealed Rush reissues, issues And Snakes and Arrows. And Snakes
0: and Arrows. Sealed. Pretty Incredible. stoked about that. Incredible. Because now, now I have every single Rush studio album on vinyl. I'm done. I'm done.
1: Until you're not.
0: <laughs> well, now I just got to hunt down the original moon, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, OG original, you know, uh, self self-titled debut. Then I'll be all right. Yes. But uh, th- then I'll definitely be done because that'll be like twenty five hundred bucks. That's another <laughs> one of those grails in, in, the, in the spirit of Is like, that really
1: pull that kind of money. I mean, I'm not surprised,
0: but they I, I only guess... made, I think, three thousand copies of that. Oh, wow. That's it. And it's different than what everybody else saw because when they put it out as the mass produced, it was the logo was pink. And the originals red. There you go. So when they did that, uh, what do they call that? Rediscovered or whatever they they did. I think they. Yeah, the box that they printed that it was red. They printed that in red. So they printed it as if it was the actual original. Um, Honestly, I would probably take that. (laughs) I would just be happy with that box. Is That'd that out of case. print
1: now, too? Is that yeah, hard to get out of print? Yeah, oh, I've got a
0: sealed get. one of those. Well, you could seal it in another box and send it to me <laughs> and I'll find a way to come work in your store for a couple of days. There we um, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patty's like, yeah, I'm done until a new one comes up. But there is no more like there's you know, there's no more Rush Studio albums. There's nothing. So uh, I don't even think they're going to do any more of the box sets like they did, you know, up until and including Moving Pictures. I, th- I can't I see think them doing.
1: Do, I think they'll do Signals because it's still a popular record and it still yeah. has Rush classics on it. I think they could do Signals. Past that, you're probably right.
0: Well, we'll we're going to talk about that in part two of our uh, retrospective of of Rush in Reverse. We'll probably do that in a couple of weeks, but yes. not on December seventh. Couple of notes: we are off next week. We are not going to be here. Uh, i'll be on the road nick will be going crazy december 7th we are back and it's going to be my 50th birthday that day so it's going to be a 50th birthday celebration which means nothing different really from what we're doing here (laughs) except i'll just be older and hoping to have some special guests come on in what's that
1: and it'll show that you're older fuck
0: you (laughs) fuck you i don't want to hear it so, you know, I look better at 50 than you look at 31. So, I'm, I don't want to hear it. Uh, um, except for I'm not 31. No, well, no, you're 30. No. I'm <laughs> oh, old. 32. 32. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. When you when were 31? You, when
1: I met you, you were 39.
0: So, uh, no. Yes. 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 Yes, I was. Yeah, we yeah, we went through that. We went yeah. through that. All right, cool. <laughs> So uh, with all that said, uh, so uh, December 7th, we'll be back uh, and then uh, December 14th and then maybe December 21st, maybe. And the reason why I say maybe is because I'm sure you're going to be going crazy by that point in retail. So we're going to put an asterisk on that one and say maybe December 21st and then we'll probably go dark until the new year. Yep. um, But anyway, with all that said, what are you listening to, my man?
1: Um, I'm still on... uh butch walker Glenn which I I think at this point I've decided is the best record that came out this year um the vinyl doesn't come out until January but uh the record is just I mean I refer to everything as the record even if I'm streaming it is just phenomenal I think that's great I've also been uh loving the Steely Dan uhqr that I talked about last week and I and I also got the Bob Marley uhqr for Rasta man vibration and
0: uh the man <laughs> vibration.
1: Yes, and if you can believe it, that record which is mastered at 33 not 45 like the Steely Dan, it actually may sound better than the Steely Dan, which is pretty insane. Wow. Yes, it, all it, right, the, that's a statement. The bass is so clear and tight, the drums, I mean, the, it's like they're sitting right in right in front of you. It's really it's really something incredible. I picked that record up I'm the kind of a middle-of-the-road Bob Marley fan, but those UHQRs sound so good. I'm like, well, this will, this will be good, and they, they did a super limited run of only 3,000 of those, so I thought, well, if I don't like it or whatever, I'm sure somebody will be happy to take it off my hands. Not at an exorbitant price. I'd be happy to sell it to somebody what I paid for it, but um, I put it on, and it was, like, mind-blowing good.
0: So now sell it for more.
1: No, I think I'm going <laughs> to hang on to it because I'm that kind of person. <laughs>
0: Stop, oh hey, Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh that's pretty cool. What am uh what have what I been listening, listening to? I I don't know. I don't know. I've really been in, in a in a rush mode, and I know it sounds no silly, way. but I but today I was listening to uh just to kind of like prep for the next level again, I listened to uh I was listening to Grace Under Pressure and I was listening to Power Windows and power you windows, quickly quickly well, decided you shouldn't be listening to those you know you know what i got disappointed at and i knew this anyway but grace under pressure and especially power windows like getty's base takes such a back seat and it's disappointing on so many levels because, like, it's not that there's not bass in the recordings. There's bass in the recordings, but a lot of it was done on Taurus pedals. Yeah. And, like, man, that's such a shame. Because it's, like, wasted opportunity. Because some of the songs on on Power Windows, I actually realized I liked more than I thought. Uh, and Grace that Under Pressure just
1: sounds like 1985 or whatever. Oh, year no, it's it
0: was. it's well, that's that's one thing. But listening to Grace Under Pressure, I thought all of these songs could be in any John Hughes movie from that era, like Pretty in <laughs> Pink or like, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm like, this could be this could be the soundtrack to any John Hughes movie in the mid 80s. Like, wow, this is bad. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't take it. So but that's for down the road. Um, but now, with all that said, we are going to be talking about Black Friday releases. Um, did you want to bring up anything about a friend of yours, or no? Uh,
1: no. Let's okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so we're not talking about his secret girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's it
0: yeah so um you know i was just gonna you know kind of blow him up and have his girlfriend just come down and start beating him with like a loaf of french bread or something No,
1: she's uh rachel is in georgia
0: she's and, in georgia
1: yeah seeing seeing her family and of course mike as you know too hard to get away on black friday and small business saturday and all of that but oh yeah I i'll be working her.
0: on both of those days so. you know
1: what actually i am gonna say something about my my uh my friend uh i i touched on it last week Our my good my good buddy Britt turner from blackberry smoke the drummer in blackberry who's Smoke, who's a guy and
0: not his girlfriend by the
1: way yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh you can look at him pretty quickly and realize he's not a girl so um but uh he's going through a pretty heavy uh medical situation and if you're uh you're a positive vibes person or a praying person, you know, please send him his way into his family, into the Blackberry Smoke family. They're really going through it right now and uh everybody needs to be sending their energy to him uh while he while he navigates this situation. So Britt, if you're watching, love you man, and uh, you're the toughest guy i know so i know you're gonna get through this and uh everybody just send your best wishes to Britt and to his entire extended family and there's a lot of us so send send your vibes to to brit
0: brit we love you brother i yes. want you to come on here and make fun of nick directly
1: yes and he will he will, that will and I will, <laughs> I will join him
0: i will join him You will too so Get better, man, and have a happy yes. Thanksgiving. And yes. happy Thanksgiving to everybody, for that matter. Yes. So, um, cool. All right. Getting into it now, there's three record store days. There's was one, then there was two, then there We're was like... We're going back to two. Two and a half. We're going back so, to two. So, going back to two next year. This will be one of them. There was that second one that happened. It was like always April, and then there was this other one that sort of happened in the summer, like in June-ish. June. Yeah. And that one I think is going away, right? Uh,
1: as far as I uh, I've been told, yes, we're going to yeah. go back to the 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 first one, the original record store day was always in April, and then about three or four years into it, they added Black Friday. So it's really been those two up yeah. until COVID, and then they wanted to obviously the production issues that were occurring, yep. um, you know, they had to they had to figure that out, and then uh, and and I think they were trying for the stores to make it. Some of these stores have you know hundreds of people turn out for this, and obviously, there was a time yeah. where that was not safe to do, so I think they were trying to make it easier on us by spreading the releases out over a couple different days, um, to make it just safer for people to come in and shop. So that was greatly appreciated.
0: There you go. So now you got a little more spaced out, all is well. Um, and there is a nice, big, fat, juicy list of releases coming out this Friday, man. Yes. There's just a lot with a capital A and a capital lot. And there's a couple of um,
1: great releases that are coming out as regular releases. Yeah, just as standard the releases Friday. on top yeah. of it all, right? Yeah.
0: So, um, so just to review, there's three different categories of releases that come on Black Friday. And Nick is going to tell you which one is which as he's going through some of the highlights. Three different types are an exclusive release. A RSD first release or a limited run slash regional focus release. Now, exclusive means it's only coming out on Black Friday record store day. Yes, that is it. There is a limited number of copies that will not be any more made. That is it. Then there's the RSD first release, which means it comes out first on Black Friday record record store day on Black Friday, and then there may be subsequent pressings afterwards, but they may be different than the one you get on Black Friday, like they the one will on Black be Friday. Yeah, like some of them have uh, colored vinyl, and the pre- the standard pressings won't. Or it'll have an extra seven inch. Or it'll come with a poster. Or it will be a different cover. Whatever it is, it always is different than the 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 subsequent standard pressing. Okay, and then there's the limited run or regional regional release. Now, those are literally regional releases, like something might be released in the Detroit area that Nick has that I will never see in San Diego because it's literally maybe done in the Detroit pressing plant. And that's why it's there. Something that is like a San Diego centric band or a Southern California centric band. He may not see it, but I would see it in one of the stores I go to. So and they're very limited releases. These are like less than. 2,000, generally less than a 1,000 pieces. Yeah,
1: usually about 500, yeah.
0: So um, those become very collectible very, very quick. And that's what you'll find. So uh, Nick's going to go through some highlights here, and then I'm going to touch on some other ones myself. Did you bring actual physical uh, versions of these? Cool. I
1: do. I, I've, I've got a select handful that I thought some folks would like to see, and then I also have two releases that are coming out this week that I wanted to spotlight that aren't part of Record Store Day, but you'll see them in your local independent record shops.
0: So. so why don't we start with those first? Because okay. if they're going to be available anywhere, that's, you know, why don't we start with that and then we'll get into the record store day stuff.
1: Okay, so just for the sake of of not of of having to carry so much stuff as it was, um, <laughs> I'm going to show the CD version of this, but there is a 6 LP box set and a 3 LP box set. This Mike, I know you'll be excited, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live at the Fillmore 1997. If you're a Tom Petty in a heartbreakers fan you've been waiting decades for this um the, the, the this is a four cd set the six lp set mimics what's on the four cd set um there is a three lp which is basically highlights um and if you don't know the story the heartbreakers played at the fillmore Uh, for a month as the house band and every night they changed up their set and they played different stuff so there's tom petty songs on here there's tom petty and the heartbreakers classics there's covers there's blues songs on here there's special guests there's all kinds of great stuff all finely mastered in high quality there's been bootlegs out for a long time so um you get tons of great stuff on here it runs the whole scope of tom petty as i said i've been looking forward to this for a very long time I'll be getting the four CD set that I'm holding here and the six LP because that's how I am.
0: Well, I am excited about that.
1: Uh Uh-oh, here we go.
0: So the four CD set is perfect because I needed four coasters for my dining room table. And I, I figured s- this would be great.
1: I swear to god you're the only person I know that doesn't like Tom Petty. I I don't know how this is even possible.
0: It's it's very possible. I you know, I just I just don't dig on Tom Petty. I'm not going to piss on him like you pissed all over John Mellencamp, you know, last week. God, you were so angry. He's a
1: two two-bit Springsteen. Sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, well, a two-bit Springsteen is better than a five-bit Nick
1: it's probably true okay so dead wait, put Dennis's comment up he's about to eat crow
0: the black crows
1: the heartbreakers quit that gig when they were asked to play some dead except for they didn't because there's a version of friend of the devil on here oh no sorry Dennis even the heartbreakers like the dead (laughs) oh my god too funny
0: all right, what's what, what do you got up next as far as another standard release? This is yes, not a record the, store day release; just happens to be coming out on record store you, day.
1: You got it, and I'm sorry you can see the ring light in this, but this is uh, David Bowie. Divine, I've heard of him. David Bowie, Divine Symmetry. Uh, this. Is they've been doing a box set pretty much once a year since Bowie passed. That's like a deep dive into his classic records, and they've gone chronologically. This is the one for hunky dory, which for a lot of people is their favorite David Bowie record. It's the one before Ziggy Stardust. So you get a disc of demos on here, a disc of BBC sessions, remixes, alternate takes, um, and then a Blu-ray audio, which Mike and I love, of Hunky Dory the album. Some of the highlights of the uh outtakes and uh video of uh some of the old gray whistle tests and some other great stuff uh bowie just before he got totally glam bowie uh comes with a hardcover book it's a five disc set like i said four four cds and a blu-ray so uh this this is great the bowie estate has done a fantastic job of giving the the uh fans what they want uh, leaving it scars and all when it comes to you and uh there is a vinyl coming out of of uh hunky dory remixed that'll be out i think in february
0: well that's good
1: yes and uh trying to think what else was coming those were my two standard releases that i wanted to show but there's some other stuff coming out like uh, i know there's some more sabotage reissues and uh uh there's a big one that's escaping my mind i'm sorry i can't remember what it was and i didn't make any notes because i was more concerned about getting the rst stuff it it Uh,
0: obviously wasn't well, I'm it wasn't as do. great as those two things. So. It wasn't Bruce Springsteen. Otherwise, you would have remembered.
1: No, that came out two weeks ago. Bruce's, yeah, I know, Bruce's I know. soul covers record, which is great.
0: I just realized I listened to the face, the YouTube feed a little bit and seemed like I was way louder than you. So just back that off a bit. All right. So. The time is now. OK. We will talk about rsd black friday
1: mega death good morning black friday
0: (laughs) well there you go uh so yeah so again rsd record store day black friday nick is going to tell you whether it's an exclusive a first release or a limited run and uh we're going to go through some highlights so nick kick it off man cool so uh this is the cure wish uh being reissued for
1: the 30th anniversary of its release um this has been the cure record that everybody's been looking for i don't think it ever came out on vinyl originally uh my mic is clipping that's weird. your your I'm mic monitoring. always crackles oh i'm sorry my yeah, like always. the level uh, I don't yeah know. Uh, um, you
0: got a shitty connection somewhere sorry um, it's all right You're
1: fine. well uh being reissued for the 30th anniversary i don't think it ever came out on vinyl if it did it was europe only um this is coming out for record store day is a picture disc of that you see the die cut sleeve here and if you can see it says record store day exclusive so this is one of the ones as mike was mentioning that it's only going to be available on record store day however there is a black vinyl version coming out in january so that's your difference there what's exclusive to record store day is the picture disc Yep. Not, the, not the release itself. But um, I will say I've gotten the last couple of Cure 90s albums reissues that have been hard to get, like uh, Blood Flowers and Wild Mood Swings, and the picture just sound great. So I don't know where they're having them pressed at, but um, if you've been waiting for this record, don't hold out for the black vinyl. It, I'm sure it sounds great.
0: Yay. Go
1: Cure. Go Cure. Hang on. Hang on. i got to move a chair over here so I can sit this stuff
0: on. <laughs> the chair yeah he's moving a chair okay i think that's i think that's a euphemism for he had a fart i gotta <laughs> move a chair
1: <laughs> um more david bowie because it wouldn't be record store day without a david yep. bowie release he's
0: been he's put out more releases on record store day than i think he has in his career <laughs> yeah which is
1: saying something because he's put out a lot of shit yeah a lot. um this is the next day ep and, uh if you if you're unfamiliar the next day was the second to last bowie record i think he put it out in 2013. um more of a solid rock record obviously everybody talks about black star that sort of overshadowed it just because of his passing yeah. um but these are all the songs that were originally issued on like bonus cds through best buy or target or the japanese market or whatever they're all collected together here it's um seven uh yeah seven tracks uh, that were all recorded around the next day, and, uh, which I think is a great record. So first time on vinyl for that stuff, and uh, that is also an RSD exclusive.
0: Somebody likes my shirt. Yes. It says, remember, kids, Satan loves you.
1: <laughs> um, this is the one everybody's talking about, Mike. Speaking of Satan! Gonna, I know you're going to want a copy of this.
0: Yeah, you damn right I want a copy of it.
1: Dream Widow. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with what this is, this is Dave Grohl or the foo fighters or you know some inclination of the foo fighters um doing brutal death metal it's uh it's all songs that were in the uh studio 666 film this is also i want to double check my notes here but i'm pretty sure this is an rsd exclusive as well which is why people are so fired up about it Yep. It exclusive. is an exclusive. Yes. It is an exclusive. I don't know how many copies it's limited to, but I know this is the one we've at Rock City gotten the most calls for. It's a single yeah, you know, LP.
0: Let me see, because the the form I have doesn't show, it doesn't show that either. It doesn't say how many were made, but that's all right. So if you get, it's funny. If you go to the, the Record Store Day site, there's two files you can get. You can get the PDF or you can look at the web version. The web version says how many.
1: Yes. I'm gonna Which is that really, up, really
0: actually. weird. I just pulled that up now myself. So Dream Widow, well, it's limited, but not that limited. It's 12,000 copies.
1: Okay, but like I've explained, and I just explained this in the Rock City video too, 12,000 copies, it seems like a lot. that it, and, yeah. and to be fair, it is a lot. But For when,
0: Record Store Day release, it's a lot. But if you break it up again, over 1,500 participating stores.
1: Right. All of a sudden, you're talking three copies per store you know, or yeah. whatever that four copies per store. It's like so nine they, copies
0: of store. Yeah. yeah okay. they, your they math go, is horrible, but that's all right.
1: Whatever. They go quick <laughs> is the point. And I promise after this weekend, this record will be, you know, over a hundred dollars on your, on Discogs. And I uh, think
0: by later on Friday, it'll be over a hundred dollars. It's one of go. those because again, with the movie, the background being Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins passing, all that. Yeah.
1: Foo Fighters in general, their, their, their titles always go fast. Yeah. Um, I wanted to to talk about this one just because i knew we'd have a good time with it ace fraley origins volume two picture disc well if you're unfamiliar this is aces volume two of his covers record uh, or covers albums um my favorite thing though that i've noticed about this album mike is that the hype sticker is wrong it's something for like i don't know if it's like a disney film what does it it's say? This is the fourth studio album featuring Natural and Zero from the original motion picture Ralph Breaks the Internet. Wow! So, Ace got the wrong hype sticker. So that's sorry. amazing. Sorry, Ace. Um, not that he'll know. Not that he'll care. But uh, well, this you know,
0: is, I, when I when I put out the album, I, I figured I'd have something that related a little bit to wreck 'em Ralph. Because I need all the help I can get. That's my Ace impression, which if you've ever heard Ace speak. Well, actually, I think it's probably better. (laughs) Because Ace has to be the whiniest person I've ever heard.
1: This is a RSD first. So this is limited to 5,000 copies. There will be another version of some kind. Who knows what it'll be? They've already released a standard black vinyl. So uh, whatever one comes after this will be not a picture disc
0: sorry Roger was just digging and I thought he was going to knock over my speaker and there was about to be a very loud bang and then a second one after I killed him
1: (laughs) or the speaker killed him
0: well that too that would be more upsetting because then I didn't have my chance at him
1: (laughs) how about uh, can we put Paul McCartney's comment
0: up Uh, let's see John, John Mellencamp deserves everything bad said about him I'm not going to say that John Mellencamp is the brightest, you know, star in the sky. He's certainly not the sharpest tool in the shed. The guy's had like 80 heart attacks and still smokes like 2 packs a day. Like
1: Which is awesome to be Give fair. it
0: up, man. You know, obviously there's something not good here. Right. Anyway. What's up next? What do you got?
1: Okay, so uh, I want to give a shout out to our local record label that's been putting out some great RSD releases and that is Sound City Music Group coming out on vinyl for the first time ever Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild most folks would know this because it has Fred Bear on it um first time on vinyl ever orange vinyl limited edition 300, 3 3000 units I was almost said 300 I'm sorry 3000 units and that one is An rsd exclusive so
0: you can only get it friday
1: you can only get it friday um but uh and it's got two unreleased tracks that weren't on the original cd so that's pretty cool they also i don't have a copy of it to show but they also put out a fantastic um archival release from the suite that's uh give us a wink demos and alternate mixes so if you're into the suite um, that's a great era of stuff that has not been released before. I think that one's also limited to three thousand units, uh, units, and I think it's on red vinyl. It might also be on orange vinyl as well. But uh, they're doing some great, great uh, releases, and they did on the last record store day as well. So shout out to actually them.
0: It hasn't Sweet on the past two record store days.
1: I believe so, but um, what I was they had
0: volume one and two of their like you know unreleased and
1: and those were also from sound city music group so they've they've been doing a lot of great stuff with the suites catalog in in uh in partnership with uh andy from the suite who is, is the last surviving member so getting Aww. all kinds of cool stuff
0: there you go
1: um, i pulled this one just because the artwork is so outstanding snoop dog kool-aid <laughs> and it's got this fantastic artwork on it um he's got all different kinds of kool-aid lingo g swag style and hair and uh and uh he's an actual dog on on the cover This kicking it back to the doggy style cover and uh this is the first time on vinyl limited edition lime green comes with a download code and this one is a boom, boom 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 Where my notes go come on snoop uh, where'd you go man all right
0: where is your rsd snoop? first where is your snoop
1: so again this will be one that when they do reissue it whenever that happens and that could be a couple years from now but whenever that happens it it probably will just be standard black vinyl or it'll be a different color or something like that so the lime green will be exclusive to rsd
0: okay John, Mellen-
1: John Mellencamp paid $300,000 into Mick Ronson cancer bills to help him out towards the end, plus donated money off one of his LPs, as did Bowie. Yeah, though well, that's great. I mean, that's pretty nice of him. That's really and cool. And Def
0: Leppard. That's what DL means. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's not, look, John Mellencamp has done some really magnanimous things, but he needs to stop smoking.
1: <laughs> Does he, though? <laughs> Didn't well, I... It's didn't obviously
0: I, not going to kill him. So you it, smoke
1: cigarettes when I met you too.
0: Um, no, maybe you, well, maybe quit? I think it was right after I quit because I quit in 2011.
1: Yeah. I met you in 12. So there you go. Yeah.
0: I met you right after I quit.
1: And so. here's one. I, I, I know Gall McCartney's going to be stoked about this, but I think this is one of the best albums of all time. Oh and, uh, um, no, this uh, I'm being serious. I think this is uh, a fantastic release. Todd Rudgren, something, anything. Um, this is for the 50th anniversary. This is a record store day exclusive. Four LPs on ruby, grape, cobalt, and light blue vinyl, um, remastered from the original tapes, cut at 45 rpm by Chris Bellman. Uh, new liner notes so it's got a book in there and of course has all the fantastic todd rudgren songs like hello it's me i saw the light and couldn't i just tell you luckily bang on the drum all day is not on this record
0: god um, damn it
1: um but i i'd be willing to bet this is probably the best this album's ever gonna sound so um if you're a todd rudgren fan don't sleep on this because it is an exclusive
0: you know i really if bang on the drum was on there i'd buy it <laughs>
1: No, you wouldn't.
0: Yeah. There'd be Actually, no reason to
1: celebrate that.
0: If that was on there and then his cover of the Authority song, that would be... I'd be all about it. Luckily, Todd saying.
1: Rudgren would never lower his uh, his expectations enough to Hello,
0: play that song. it's me. Sorry.
1: That's such a great song. The Fuzzbubble guys backed me up on that.
0: Yeah, it is a great song. I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. And
1: Todd is a great musician. You're absolutely right. And Todd is a
0: great musician.
1: Finally... Another pic another picture disc ghost ah, the new yes. ghost album which is uh killer this and i album. think
0: it just won i think it just won uh the uh at the uh, american music awards they just won a big award there so yeah for they, that I album
1: think, and i think it's the first time like there was a metal category or something
0: i don't know but either way they won so really happy for them yes uh, good for is, that yeah Um, Well, uh, look, I have friends that that manage them and they've been working with them since they were not even known. And they've really built them up to be this, you know, really cool act.
1: And they're an arena band now.
0: They are an arena band, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, I saw the first time I saw Ghost was on their second album and they were playing St. Andrews Hall here in Detroit, which holds like maybe 900 people. So now the last time they were here... I think they, I think they did the arena. So, I mean, that's, that's, it's crazy. You know, the, the first couple ghost records, I mean, they're all good, but that first one is really outstanding in my opinion. Um, But there's tons of other stuff. I I couldn't carry everything because some of these are box sets, but there's great stuff coming out from the monkeys, from motorhead, from Motley Crue, um, Madonna.
0: Yeah. Motley Crue has even more re-releases. Yes. Like when does it end?
1: I know and this and this thing that's coming out for Record Store Day is is just songs from girls 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 on a 10-inch. So it's nothing uh it's nothing special but I get it. I mean, you know, it's like I've I've bought stuff that's nothing special too. So you know if you're into it you're into it oh and mike there was one other release i wanted to talk about that oh i, I know you, which
0: one you probably want to talk about because it's going to piss me off
1: yep it's the one i knew you're going to be most excited about grateful dead yep ford 772 that's the opening date on the europe 72 tour which wow i couldn't wait for this 50th anniversary of uh this year and uh has a kick ass trucking into the other one so, well
0: there you go that's wow you know what that's a 5 LP set which means it's four songs.
1: <laughs> no, no, to be <laughs> fair there's about 12 songs.
0: Um, uh, oh oh 12 maybe to to a side possibly somewhere along well, the way. Well I
1: know this I can tell you the other one that's on there is like almost 27 minutes long so that's definitely its own its own uh Its own side, there's a great release coming out from Hendrix. If you're into jazz, there's some great stuff from Ahmad Jamal. Uh, Charles, the the Hendrix
0: release, though, I think was previously released.
1: I think it was, I don't think this uh, is
0: the first time.
1: I think it was released on CD,
0: yeah, not on vinyl. It's being, uh, but it's a previous release, so it's just coming out on vinyl.
1: It's unreleased studio tracks from 69 and 70, which have been you know redone by uh Eddie Kramer. As always, and it is officially sanctioned by the family, yep. so uh, it is because everything legitimacy. has to be. Yep, yes, that's true. One I wanted to spotlight as well that I didn't have on hand because it's actually not showing up until right before we open our doors. Um, City baby attacked by rats by GBH is being reissued. That's uh, I believe a regional focus one because there's only twelve hundred and fifty copies of it.
0: Yeah, that is that's a tight one right there. So um,
1: so, if you're into the punk stuff, that's a must own. Come then, early. Yep. And then, like I said, the tons of great jazz stuff: Charles Mingus, Thelonious Monk, Imagi. Um, yeah, the Mingus
0: stuff sounds really sounds really interesting. And I think the Thelonious Monk is what is it? The Classic Quartet? Yes. Yeah. Right? So that's pretty cool too. If you're into your if you're into your jazz and your you know you know like your The jazz that matters, I should say. Yes. (laughs) You know, those guys are definitely top of top of the game. There's also something with the Jerry Garcia band, which I'm surprised you didn't mention. Well, another five LP live album of nonsense.
1: Well, if you watch the uh, Rock City video earlier tonight, uh, I mentioned how uh, I'm not really that into the Jerry Garcia band. I'm more traditional Grateful Dead only. But it is from the Hampton Coliseum, which if you're into anything by the Grateful Dead, you know some fantastic things happened at the Hampton Coliseum. So I'm sure that Jerry... And really this was, was
0: not fantastic. one of them.
1: No, I'm sure it was fantastic. <laughs> patrick patrick says mingus is interesting but still too much free jazz for my taste yes and no earlier mingus is pretty straightforward and and some of like the not maybe not straightforward but it's more like listenable jazz once you get past the the saint the the black lady the saint and the sinner lady um yeah it's pretty it's pretty nuts but that record's outstanding i think
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, That's one of those that. I mean, unfortunately, I'll be working, so I'm gonna miss Record Store Day completely. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna be on a plane, and the plane leaves at noon, so I won't be able to shop beforehand. <laughs> and then I land at one thirty. I gotta be at a store by two, and I'm gonna work till about five, five thirty, six o'clock, and I'm gonna miss it all. And by the time I get to any store, they're gonna be sold out of everything. It's gonna be picked over completely. Which is why you and I are hanging out five minutes after the show. So
1: there we go, oh, there we go. Um, and here's something I know that you're gonna want, Mike. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, uh, there is four different Ringo Starr releases.
0: You know, I wanted to talk about that, not at all. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that we didn't bring that one up. So thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, um, yeah,
1: uh, Joe Strummer. There's there's really something for everybody. I think they do a great job of incorporating as many different genres as they can. I mean, there's always a reason to go out and support your local independent store. And I think, uh, we always say record store day is every day at rock city music company, but you get, you get rewarded for coming in on black on uh, record store day. So
0: absolutely. You know what it is? I mean, it's, uh, and I've mentioned it before on, on this, on this, on this show and, and you know, how it's turned into like the place to be again you know, yep. like it, I see lines that are longer than what I used to sleep in lines like that for tickets, yep. you know, back in the day. And now it's records. Now, some of it, let's just do this to the flippers. Yep. The people that just buy them to sell them.
1: And that's a lot of people.
0: That's a lot of people. So fuck you. Um, anybody that's watching this that actually collects albums, get there in front of them. Yep. And buy as many as you can. And then share them with people that care. You know? Yes. That's that's what I'm saying. Now, somebody's asking about the four-legged boss. He's standing on my table right now. <laughs> Get off! What are you doing? Oh,
1: Jesus. that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, so that's where he is. Dick. I love you. Come here. You want to say hello to everybody? There's a bunch of people watching. Come. Come up, Come on. Mike, did you get the Iron Maiden? I know Pat got it. The Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. Uh, the, the the, 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 no, I did not. I did Pretty not. Awesome. Not yet. I'm going to, but Roger, say hello to everybody. Well, that was right in my mouth. Thank you, buddy. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. He says, happy Thanksgiving. Look, wave. Hello. What's up, Roger? What was that? Well, there you go. That's what hit. That was his statement. Sounds like Gall McCartney when there's some Doritos around. That sounds like Paul McCartney when he's breathing. <laughs> that sounds like Paul McCartney when he's just awake. <laughs> so anyway. Um, hey! Stop it. I love you. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's a couple others I wanted to highlight really quick um, that I found interesting. I This seems to be a big thing now, or at least it's growing these mini albums, these three-inch vinyls that you put on mini record players yeah whatever and there's several of them coming out yeah you need to have a special player that they're literally this big and it's vinyl and you need you can't play that on a record on a regular record player it's too small you know what it is mike
1: it's not it's not just vinyl it's stupid
0: (laughs) it's not just vinyl it's stupid (laughs) all right Well, Beck has one of those coming out on Friday, and there's a couple of others that are coming out, too, that I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, just stop it. Um, Black Label Society, Skullage, that's coming out. It's an RSD first, 4,000 copies on that one. Um, Devo, Devo's Gerald V. Casale uh, is putting out uh, the Invisible Man EP. Yep. Uh, Where's Oh, the Marshall Crenshaw 40th Anniversary Edition. That seemed interesting if you're into the That looks great. Punchaw. That looked yeah. great. Um, let's see. Dave Davies has a couple of things coming out. He's got a, a double LP and a 7-inch vinyl. Um, Duran Duran, this made me happy. Duran yes. Duran, live at Hammersmith from 1982. It's a double LP. Uh, I think that's going to be totally kick-ass.
1: Yeah, it's got to be. On the Rio Tour.
0: Yeah, on the Rio tour, exactly. Yeah. So you're getting like all that early, you know, hungry like the wolf, Rio, like all those hits from, from early in the day and when they were hungry. So yes. you know like the wolf, I guess. Um <laughs> I hey, see yo. what you did there. yeah, happening? I didn't try. It just hey, it just sort of happened. Um Billy Eilish, happier than ever. I'm I like Billy Eilish. I, you know, I'm actually happy this album's coming out on vinyl on Record Store Day. This is an RSD exclusive as well. Doesn't say how many were being released, though.
1: Well, and this, I have to say, is like the 10th variant yeah. that's been available.
0: So, so, but either way. Uh, and then uh, Engine Kid. Now, I don't know if you guys know who Engine Kid is. Uh, really, really great band. Uh, this is a 1994 re-release Uh, of their album called Angel Wings, and it also has a 2021 flexi single in there, I think. Uh, Now, Engine Kid, it's being released on Southern Lord. Greg Anderson, who's the guitarist of Engine Kid, is Southern Lord Records. So anything that's put out on Southern Lord Records, Greg is the brainchild of and head of that record label, and it's his whole thing. And Greg is a super cool dude, and I love his guitar sound. And if you want to hear other things that Greg does, check out Goat Snake. You have to check out Goat Snake. That's just heavy, 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 heavy. Fans it's,
1: of Sun and uh, Electric Wizard and all well, that. Well, he's in stuff.
0: Sun as well. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. They just played
1: Detroit <laughs> like a, a week or so ago. Oh, but wow. I like to be able to at least hear my own self think. So I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: the thing about anything Greg does, it's loud. It's really really loud i saw goat snake play at the troubadour back in 98 and it weren't that many people there and everything was on like 10. Yeah. and the, if you know anything about the troubadour it is not a big place and i was going deaf it was freaking loud i can't um, remember
1: if i talked about that on here or not but sun played this art gallery in detroit one time and uh they played like as soon as they hit their first first or second chord It blew all the windows out onto Woodward on the main (laughs) main street of Detroit. I mean, like, just yeah, that's
0: not a shock at all. Um, yeah, yeah, it's that's they're loud. Yeah. Um, fountains of Wayne, yes, traffic and weather. Uh, that's an RSD first. Uh, we talked about Ace Fraley. Uh, we made fun of the Jerry Garcia band. Oh, and then that Fleetwood Mac, the alternate collection, I think is coming out. It's a box set. It was like all their other previous RSD releases are now available in one box and colored vinyl. You got it. So, yay.
1: Oh, and here's another one that we need to talk about that just popped into my head. The Smash Mouth 25th Anniversary. Push
0: you, mang. Of their
1: debut album, featuring the fantastic one of the greatest songs ever written, "Walking on the Sun."
0: Yeah, because. And the funny thing is, that'll sell out. Um yeah. Which is which is disgusting. Um, let's see. Uh, who else? Green Jelly. <laughs> they got an RSD first coming out called "Music to Insult Your Intelligence" by. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: That's just a great title. Uh oh, Olivia Newton John, physical coming out on Picture Disc. Hell yeah! Let's get physical. I still physical. love her. I still love her. Um, let's see. Well, we talked about Ted Nugent. Uh, Willie Nelson live at Budokan. Scotty, why do I find a, that really odd?
1: Scotty made a joke when I was talking about it in in the uh, Rock City video. He asked if uh Willie does clock strikes ten, and uh, he does
0: not. <laughs> he does not um and that's that one's 9100 pieces in that run
1: and it's from like 84 85 i think yeah but all the classic willie stuff's on there
0: um so let's see there was something else oh yeah going to a go go smoky robinson and the miracles i actually have a, a kind of a small tie in um with that from this past weekend red hot chili peppers Return of the Dream Canteen,
1: which was literally out a month ago,
0: and it's an RSD exclusive of five thousand pieces.
1: It's on so. colored vinyl, and it has a different, co- it has slightly different cover art, and it comes with a poster. That's there the deal.
0: We talked about Fushu Mang. We talked about Kool Aid. Jesse's Girl, 40th anniversary of Jesse's Girl, coming out on a 12-inch single. Ah, yeah, Rick Springfield. Um. And then, yeah, you mentioned Ringo is coming out with not one, not two, not three, but four releases, th- four, uh, five total if you include the CD. Now, I was watching um, another store uh, talk about Record Store Day. Thanks a lot. Well, no, I just I was watching the video just to see what other people were saying about it. And uh, they were giving their preview. And uh other stores are stupid. I, I got to be honest, man. I mean, I think you need to know your product and kind of know things. Um, <laughs> Steve Lukather. How do you say his last name? Lukather. Lukather. What? I'm like, no, it's Lukather. Yeah. Like, uh, Steve uh, uh, Lukather. Like, That's no good. Wow. And then Hamish was Hamish.
1: Hamish, no. Hamish Stewart.
0: Exactly. Like, it's not Hamish. Wait, Patrick
1: oh, said Lonnie Mack and SRV. Yes, I saw the Lonnie Mack. There's an SRV. I don't remember seeing that.
0: Uh, I'm not up to V yet. Let's see. There is.
1: I mean, it's possible. Is I this Stevie Ray Vaughn? We had six boxes of stuff, so it's very possible. I, I don't see it.
0: Stevie Ray Vaughn unless it's Lonnie Mac with Stevie Ray Vaughn oh, maybe that's what he, which is possible but um, it could be that might it be. could be uh, Ultravox makes another return to record store day with another Steven Wilson remix uh, which is awesome uh, Steven Wilson as you know it has like probably the best ears in rock and roll right now or in in recording right now. Uh, so this one, they just uh, they he's uh, did the RSD exclusive on uh, on the stereo mix for this one. It's Rage and Eden is the album that's coming out only only twenty seven fifty. And the CD, there's only five hundred and seventy five of those made. That's a limited a limited run or a regional focus.
1: And then it is Lonnie Mac pick. with SRV, by the way, they're on that the same makes album.
0: sense then. OK, so it's not two separate things um yeah i I mean that's that's pretty much all of the really cool things i mean there's other stuff too like there's a a christmas song by d snyder and lizzie hale (laughs) which is i found that interesting as well um some of the titles are just funny david lynch has a painting made of fly's eyes i don't know Uh, whatever standard Um,
1: david lynch bs
0: yeah well it's not him it's somebody else um and then, yeah, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Uh, oh, Papa Roach.
1: Oh, yeah. Papa How Roach has an album coming
0: one. out 3,000 pieces, RSD first. The album is called Ego Trip. There you go.
1: The Ego Trip is them making 3,000 of them.
0: Yeah. Oh, now this is funny. I watched someone ask for D10. They meant Dio. I wept. ha
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha. That is awful. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah, if anybody did that in my presence, you would just get backhanded. Like, sorry, you're done.
1: Well, I um, guess, you know, have you ever been in the store and had somebody ask if you have any seven-enders? What? Yeah, seven-enders. That that would be a fender.
0: Oh, seven. No, I never was asked for a seven-ender. Um yeah. I was asked, now there's uh, those of you that don't play guitar, there's lots of different string companies and one is called Dean Markley and I can't tell you how many times I got asked for Dean Martin strings (laughs) that was always great and this one guy, he was like totally out of his mind, like definitely crazy, he's like, hey you know I used to play guitars before they were plastic like, all right, buddy (laughs) So we're, you know, now I'm like happy. That He's that getting ready to leave. He comes up to the counter. Hey, hey why don't you give me a? I think take a set of them uh, Dean Martin strings. And he said it all serious. And I'm like, I'm sorry. All I have is Sammy Davis. And he looked at me like I had ten heads. I'm like, I'll just oh, grab that for you. Here that's you go. Fantastic. Five seventy two. Thank you. So have a nice day.
1: So. Jesse, uh, our our tech Jesse, his dad, when I used to work with him at the old store at Blues Airman, he used to always say to people, they would say, do you have any guitar picks? And he'd say, yep, 25 cents each or three for a dollar.
0: I bet I, people bought three for a dollar. Oh, like, constantly. Yeah. And I
1: was like, aren't you going to tell him? And he's like, if they can't figure that out, they deserve to pay you a dollar for three picks.
0: They're musicians. They can count to four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh well, anyway. Um that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as the Record Store Day preview, we do have a couple of segments left, two of them to be exact. And they're called Discovered and This Song Sucks.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: Wait, no. Wait a minute. Wait, we don't. We have others.
1: We have three.
0: Well, we're not going to get to everything. But actually before we get there, I'm just getting tired, man. Um oh, yeah, I, I do, do we didn't get a chance to touch on this um, and Nick and I are going to give our respective reviews on the Revolver Beatles, the Revolver super deluxe box set, which came out a couple weeks ago. Yes. I'm going to go first.
1: Okay.
0: It's good. I'm done. Your turn.
1: That was, that was really good. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe I waited three weeks to hear you, that review of, it's of good. the box set.
0: I don't okay. have it. So <laughs> all I did was listen to it, you know. Okay. I just listened to the songs. I listen to the songs on you know through Apple Music because that's the only way that you can get the streaming Atmos mix. Yes, uh, because it turns out that they couldn't get it done in time, and so it wasn't put on a Blu-ray, and therefore it wasn't part of this whole thing, AKA they want you to buy it again later. Yep. So, yep. Um, whatever. There the are pro, there are pros and cons of this box set that I I definitely have opinions on.
1: But let's hit the pros first. Okay, the pros are as with the last five albums they reissued the remix is fantastic i think it's it's really solid um giles martin is doing a fantastic job of staying true to the original album but still adjusting things that you maybe didn't know were there fattening some things up and i don't mean like adding effects or recutting anything he's just he's just mixing it differently so And especially now because we have systems that can handle good bass output, I think he's intentionally turning up McCartney bass parts because some of those get lost on the on the original on the original pressings. You know? Oh yeah, for um, sure. Because they were designed for systems that couldn't handle fat bass. So especially on things like Taxman and uh, Got to Get You Into My Life, the the bass playing that's going on from Paul McCartney is just outstanding uh so that's a pro the book that comes with the set is outstanding again um lots of great unseen photos the liner notes are fantastic there's a great essay from Questlove in there um some notes from paul mccartney which he ends the his uh his liner notes with a pretty good album if i do say so myself <laughs> so that that's one way to put it and uh and uh, you know the pressing quality is great. The CD sounds great. The Atmos is outstanding. If you have an Atmos setup, things like Yellow Submarine are just drop, drop, jaw-dropping good. Um, not the song necessarily, but the the effects that are going on. Um, they did a really great job with the Atmos mix. Are I you saying that, you don't
0: like the song?
1: I like the song, but I know a lot of people point to that as the reason they don't like the Beatles. So I like the song.
0: Okay, fair. The
1: enough. cons. Okay, here's my biggest con. Well, one, of course, that there's no Blu ray included, because for me, and I know for you as well, that's a huge selling point. One of the yep. reasons why I didn't buy the Rush Permanent Wave Super Deluxe is because it didn't have the Blu ray.
0: But there's a reason why that one doesn't have the Blu ray. I no think Master that those tapes, tapes were burned up. So those are tapes that were burned up in the universal universal vault fire. So, I mean, if you don't have master tapes to make it from, what are you going to do?
1: No, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure it's still it's still a great box. But for me, that's usually what pushes it over the edge because I have a good system to play that stuff on. I know some people don't care about that because they just want the remix CD or they want the the vinyl or whatever. Um, So that's, of course, the number one con. Number two. Some of this stuff, especially on the CD side of things, the box could have been condensed in terms of discs. So, like, the CD set, I think, has five CDs, the remixed album, the original mono album, two disc outtakes, and then an EP. If you total all of that up, it easily could have fit on a total of three CDs, and it's spread over five. So that's a little, you know... I don't know you got two discs outtakes that are only like 39 minutes each (laughs) so that sucks in my mind i think they either and i've got like i'm a beetle nut as most people know i've got seven discs of revolver outtakes on bootlegs it, it's not that they don't have the stuff. They're just not putting it all out. They're being very specific about what comes out, whether that's because they want to put other stuff out later or because they're just selective because they don't think everything needs to go out. And And I know some people don't like that warts and all and fly on the wall stuff. Not everybody's into that. I am. So I would have way rather had those discs fattened up rather than them pared down to just the, just the outtakes that either Giles or McCartney or, you know, apple core decided they were going to put out um those are the two biggest cons for me i think presentation wise it's great sound quality wise it's great the remix is great the book is great so i still think it's awesome if you're a beetle fan it's a it's a must own um and i really hope they do rubber soul
0: yeah that is supposedly that the rumor is like that's going to be the next one so um who knows but i think that would be badass you know, hearing that in Atmos, yes. you know, I think that would be super killer. That would be a pretty cool addition. And it'd be a good way to kind of like, at that point, what else are you going to do? Yep. You know, I mean, how many more albums are there to actually, you're not going to do like Meet the Beatles, <laughs> like remix? you know.
1: I think you could do Hard Day's Night just because of all the stuff that went around that with the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of alternate mixes and different takes of stuff. So I think they could get away with one for Hard Day's Night, especially. Maybe Help maybe help and and both of those it's like include a 4k blu-ray of the of the movie
0: of the movie yeah that's the whole thing the movie would have to be you know recolored and etc and so forth to really make that something that's that's worth getting and criterion
1: Um, collection which i'm also a giant fan of they just did a 4k of hard days night and it looks outstanding and the bonus features that are with it are fantastic so that's one of those things where it's like i don't know if it that. That one's going to be as necessary. I do think from a material standpoint, they could get away with doing Hard Day's Night. But, um, and I would want them to do everything. It's like I'd love a super deluxe box set of, of uh, Meet the Beatles. But I know obviously these are designed for mass consumption. And mass cons- consumption on a Meet the Beatles super deluxe is probably not there.
0: Um, for me, I like the mono mix a lot. Yeah, I really like the mono mix in this set a ton. Um, and I compared it because I know that they have like several different versions of this. So I was able to listen to like the 2014 and the 2009 and all this other stuff. So I just gave it a quick listen compared to the 2014. And this one is a little brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it better for that reason. While the 2014 mix was pretty good, it was really good actually. It's a little muddier a little money this
1: mono is that what you're referring yeah. to okay
0: whereas this one is a little bit more articulate i think there's a little bit more on the top a little more bright a little more sparkle that kind of brings out a little more articulation overall and i think it's really like that's going to be the reference going forward as far as mono mixes go like for the beatles like that's they you know giles martin did a phenomenal job with it he did an absolutely phenomenal
1: job and i think that. an important thing to remember especially with the beatles and and to a, to an extent with the Stones. Um, they put way more effort into the mono mixes than they did the stereo mixes at that time. It talks about in the book, just based on recording notes and everything, the Beatles and George Martin and Jeff Emmerich spent two and a half weeks on the mono mix where the stereo mixes were done in two days because they weren't concerned about it. At the time, yeah. the medium was still mono. Yep. And until they got to, I think, the White Album, they weren't even really putting that much they were leaving it to the engineer to do it they weren't even they didn't even listen to it so and of course there's all sorts of historical reasons why and how systems were set up and the car radio and all that but um i think it's important to remember because i know over time it's like the mono has sort of become like oh that's the nichey thing of it (laughs) that they're including in the box set but that is what the beatles cared about more than anything was the mono mix yeah and the stones at the time that's you know
0: i mean you're getting played on the radio And radios at the time were a box. Yep. So it's understandable. It's understandable. Um, Also, the whole thing, like, I think it was sort of advertised that you were going to get, like, a digital version in the box, and you didn't. Yep. It's available if you have Apple Music. But that's it.
1: And, well, everything is on all the platforms except the Atmos. So Tidal and Spotify have the full box set. Yeah. But, yeah, not the Atmos
0: yeah um so yeah it's it's just but you don't get it in a physical i think that's what it was it kind of made it seem like you get this digital code but you don't yeah it's not you know so it's not in there so i think that was a little bit they were a bit wonky with talking about it in that way either way though i sonically again i don't have the set the other thing that i do have a complaint about this I know a lot of people are kind of pissed off about. If you buy the CD set, you get the book. If you buy the LP set, you get the book. Yep. So if you want to buy both, you get two of the same fucking book.
1: I believe, though, that the books are different in terms of size. That's it. Yeah.
0: But, I but mean, it's the same book.
1: Yeah. But the LP book is nicer than the CD book because the, the pages are larger. That's you
0: know, all right. So for those that are, you know, Mr. Magoo uh you know fine that's great but to, in my mind then what you could have done has is made cd and lp with one book yep and done a really like super deluxe box set like that charged a little bit more yep. and done it in one book as opposed to wasting a lot of material you know To do this over and all the engineering that you would need to go into well this book needs to be this big this book needs to be this big and blah 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 and what expense went into that when you could just come up come up with a better box and use one book and have everything in there
1: and i agree with you because somebody like me somebody like you that's what we want right yeah but especially when you're dealing with a band like the beatles i mean that's so you know they're the biggest band of all time it's like there's so many people that are like Screw the vinyl. I don't want the vinyl. I just want. That's fine. I get that.
0: I get. I'm not saying not to have a vinyl only. You should have a vinyl only. You should have a CD with book, and then you have CD and vinyl with book. Right. Whatever. What you don't need is like CD with book, vinyl with book. Mm -hmm. That to me seems like a complete waste. So you could of course to fatten up the price point but it's dumb because you're already getting the book in the CD thing and if you want to get the vinyl as well now you're forced to pay more because it's got the same fucking book. Yep. To me that's that's bullshit. That's that's nonsense. So yeah. you know, I love the Beatles and I'll get the vinyl. I will not get the CDs because there's no Blu-ray and I can listen to it streaming. Yep. So why would I why would I get that set, you know? I'm just going to get the the LP set. Meanwhile, if they included a Blu-ray and not a book with the LPs, I probably would have bought both. Yeah. You know, yeah. to kind of have a complete thing. So they didn't really think this through really
1: well. I would have way rather, like, because you did mention about, like, how uh, the, the Atmos wasn't going to be done in time or whatever to run yeah. the, to get the Blu-ray to production. I would have way rather they just held the box. Yeah, just you know wait. I mean? Yeah, it's like a revolver is still revolver whether we get it six months from now or not. You know, I'd, uh...
0: is it some specific anniversary this year? No, no it was it, released yeah. in what sixty six.
1: Yeah, so it's 40, 56 years. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ooh, right.
1: Well, Who cares if it comes off. out fifty
0: six or fifty seven years? Yeah, like right. you know. It's not. It's not a. It's not a five or a zero anniversary. Like who cares? So and they
1: did that. They did that with the Let It Be set last year. Is they kept holding it back because of production problems. Because that was yeah. right at the height of the COVID. And uh, actually, I'm. I'm sorry. I believe that came out end of 2020. So um, they held that back because of the production issues, and they were trying to time it with the Peter Jackson thing coming out. So which is okay, and yeah. that
0: makes sense. That having that tie-in totally makes sense. This doesn't. So that kind of has me angry. Yeah, you Yeah, know?
1: I agree with you completely. And that's why I was saying what I was saying about the outtakes. Like, yeah, I know as a Beatles fan, there's seven discs of this shit, <laughs> you know, like and, and there's probably plenty of stuff that never got released. It's like, yeah. don't feed me 80 minutes of outtakes. <laughs> you know, it's it, that's frustrating. Yeah.
0: Well, all right. So that wraps up, I would assume, wrapping up our review yes. of the Beatles Super Deluxe Revolver box set. Sonically amazing. Sonically amazing. Packaging and content. The book's awesome, but do you need two of them if you're buying both? No, you really don't. My recommendation would be get the LP box set. Listen to the everything else on Apple Music or Tidal or what have you. Because it doesn't make sense otherwise. Mm -hmm. Unless you're me. Unless you're... Well, I mean, but if you're a collector, fine. Get it all. Right. You know, but if you're, you know, like, if you had to choose between one or the other, I would get the LP set. Yeah. Because you can get the CD quality, more or less, through a quality streaming service.
1: Yep. And uh, one thing to... Just last thing to hit on the LP set. The... um the mono LP that comes with the LP set is a fully all analog master of the mono. So that's like that one that was in the box set in 2014, that was super sought after because of its analog production. Like it's, it's now back in, in circulation. If you get that box set, the regular one LP that you see at the store is just the 2022 remix. You can't buy the mono separate.
0: There you go. Um, we're not going to do Christmas songs today, man. <laughs> I okay. don't have it in me. Okay, except so for my me.
1: Discovered and my This Song Sucks are from, the, from That's that. That's fine.
0: That, that'll that be the tie-in, but we will go right now to Discovered and This Song Sucks, which are our f- favorite and most popular segments. I don't know. I, you know. I haven't polled anybody, so I just say that they are, uh, are everybody's favorite segments just because I'm just putting words in everybody's mouth. You're good at that. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, So we're going to start off with this discovered, which, of course, we discuss a cover song that we like as much, if not more than the original. Uh, We always alternate starting last week you started. I'm going to start this week. Um, And something that I have been listening to is uh, Def Leppard. I do like Def Leppard. And I picked up uh, about a month or so ago their album called Yeah, which is double LP of all covers and some are okay and some are questionable, but there's a couple of real bangers that are on that album. And uh, I had a hard time choosing which one, uh, but I'm going to go with their version of stay with me. They actually kill it. They do a really good job. And of course they fatten it up a bit because it's more modern, what have you, but Phil Collins sings it. There you go. So at, while Joe Elliott is actually playing a fender Rhodes. So, which is a keyboard, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, it's not a guitar. Fender actually had Fender Rhodes keyboards in the 60s, and now they're sought after sought after and they weigh a million pounds. Yes. So, um, so yeah, you know, the their version, I mean, stay with me. Of course, the faces, uh, Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood, et al. Uh that song is one of my favorite sarcastic songs of all time. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I'll I'll nail you, but you gotta go. <laughs> That's basically that song in a sentence. You know. I'll I'll I'm all down with I'm all down with mashing, but you gotta That's take off it. after that. So um and it's hysterical from start to finish. When you listen to the lyrics, it's amazing. And I would just love to know what was the source material for that. I want I want to ask Rod Stewart, dude, who was this? Yes, <laughs> you know, tell me. Uh, uh but But Def Leppard redid it, and they did a really, really, really good job. First of all, it's faithful start to finish. Uh, It doesn't like go off on a tangent or anything, uh, but it's just really thick and big as far as production with more distorted guitar. And Phil Collin has an amazing voice. He's got another band besides Def Leppard that he's the lead singer of. Uh, And when I first saw that this was on there, I'm like, there's no way Joe Elliott could hit these notes. Like, Did they drop it like three octaves? For him to do this, and then it was like Phil Collins Oh, oh, wow! It's pretty awesome. So Plus he doesn't I highly have, recommend. He doesn't it.
1: have the attitude that Rod Stewart has on that song. No, he doesn't.
0: But he's got a good vocal. I'm not saying I like it better, but I like it a lot. I okay. do like it a lot, and Rod Stewart. I mean, he just forget it. He would completely cocksure on singing that one. Yes, uh, but Phil Collins did a really good job, and I really do like the production of it. Obviously, it's a newer, more modern version, so it is a bigger production, but it's it's done really, really well. I highly recommend it. Yes,
1: that's a great that's a great one. I forgot when they did the, they did that record because
0: wasn't was the single No Matter What? No Matter What was one of the I think that and maybe Twentieth Century Boy. Okay. Uh, but it, I think no matter what may have been the single from it, I think you may be right.
1: They played, they, they picked a lot of great, uh, great. Patty tunes. would know.
0: Patty Williams would know what the single was from that album.
1: That's a solid covers record, though.
0: It is. And, and there are a lot of bands that put out covers albums. and A lot of them suck, like Bruce Springsteen. Like, oh, uh, sorry.
1: Actually. <laughs> actually i want to touch on that because i was one of the i mean i'm a giant bruce fan as everybody knows and that when i heard that that's what was coming i was like oh no this (laughs) like there's there's no way like but he, he it's i think it actually came across much better than i thought it was going to because the production is is vintage you know it sounds like the records he's covering those motown tracks and stacks tracks and i think i i think he killed it actually in the songs that he's that um he does the vocals on are, are are strong suited for his voice um i thought it was great i was pleasantly surprised i really
0: was well i'll have to not listen to it at some point um <laughs> speaking right. of which no yeah. this is
1: something we'll talk about off air never mind
0: well it's your turn for a cover
1: okay well now i don't know what to, i'll know what to, i know what to pick because i'm gonna save my christmas one for when we talk about i'm
0: saying christmas. you could you could do the christmas one now
1: yeah but then i gotta figure out something else when we do talk about you
0: hate it. christmas songs it shouldn't be that hard
1: yeah oh yeah i had a ton for this song sucks um no i'm gonna go with i talked at the top of the show about what i'm still listening to or what i'm currently listening to and uh, i've been praising butch walker quite a bit on this show but uh, he did an outstanding cover of I Want to Stay Home by Jellyfish off of Belly Button. Oh, which, nice. Yeah, which, as we all know, is they're not an easy band to uh, to replicate. No,
0: no, I've tried. It doesn't yes. work.
1: No, and uh, he just did it, him and <laughs> an acoustic guitar, and it really shows, you know, the the brilliance of the songwriting. When you get rid of even the kitchen sink production that they have, um, it's, it's it, again... I don't like it better than the original, but I think it's on par because it's a different take on uh, on that song. So definitely I thought want to did take that. Out, out. That's yeah, for sure. outstanding job on that.
0: Well, since we finished with discovered, you know what time it is. It's here, once again. You know it. You love it. It's this song. Strong. So good. It just never gets old, man. The it so just sucks. never gets old. It's so good. All right. This song sucks, where we talk about a great band that had a shitty song. And sometimes it's several shitty songs in the case of, you know, Kiss. That's right, Roger. That's right. Kiss sucks too. It's like, times.
1: stop ragging on Kiss. I was like,
0: but Gene. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick. This song sucks. What song sucks this week for you, Nick? All right, well, because I can't think of anything else,
1: I guess I'm going to have to go with my Christmas pick.
0: You said you had a ton for it.
1: I do, but I wanted to say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go to a different one because I'm going to save my ultimate song that I hate for for Christmas. That Scotty already guessed. I was promoting cover to Covered on the Rock City video, and he goes, oh, I already know what you're going to pick for this song sucks. And I go, what is it? And he said what it was, and I go, no spoilers needed. (laughs) i'm like he he knew exactly what it was um no i'm gonna pick elton john step into christmas i hate that song why uh it's terrible the production on it's awful um what exactly is stepping into christmas by the way is that a place that you go yeah i wasn't aware i didn't think you could step into a date on the calendar you
0: literally stepped into christmas
1: well i think elton was stepping into an eight ball when he when he participated in. that was in the, the 70s right yes. so yeah so for he, sure was. he was i
0: think he was in an eight ball he was in a 16 ball
1: he probably like, doesn't even remember doing that song and, and even if he does he'll probably say he doesn't remember because it sucks no
0: i'm sure he remembers because the checks came in and went to his drug dealer <laughs> at the time and let's let's spill a out for uh, elton john done touring now all John touring
1: in North America. Well,
0: yeah. But he finished up in L.A. a couple of days ago. And Did you go to that? No, I was at Smashing Pumpkins and James Addiction instead. <laughs> I was, was at that... a much better show.
1: No, get out of here.
0: I think so. I don't, I'm no. not a huge Elton John fan. I'm sure it's Elton John puts on a you know puts how do on you a know
1: you team. don't like i get the springsteen i don't dislike him.
0: elton john uh, i just i'm you, not a big oh, elton I know john what fan this is
1: i know what this is because you're from new york and you have to pledge allegiance to billy joel that's no. what this is about. No. Yeah.
0: no no that's what it is you i'm not a huge right. elton john i may fan. be
1: crazy oh my god fucking hate you how can no. you not be a big Elton John fan? I mean
0: Exactly. Like, I'm not a big Elton John fan. I'm not not an Elton John fan. I'm just not a huge Elton John fan. You know th- what w- Reg Reg is back? Uh, whatever the Reg Reg's Revenge. What the hell? Reginald, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know. <laughs> John Byrne. I hate Billy Chill yeah and he's from long island
1: well that's probably why he hates him right
0: because we're all sick of him it's like us with bob seger there you go but i like bob seger there you go uh i don't hate elton john i don't hate that song i actually like that song i think it's a fun campy
1: christmas tune okay well let me ask you this like uh when it comes to elton john what do you think is better step into christmas or candle in the wind you're already taking too long to pick it's obviously candle in the wind is it yeah Uh, what about step into christmas versus i'm still standing
0: step into christmas by far
1: oh come on i don't even like i'm still standing and it's better than step into christmas no
0: no 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 now this is where i this is where you're going off the rails my friend uh i i honestly you know I'm still standing is better than stepping to Christmas.
1: Absolutely.
0: No, no. What about
1: you people in the comments? What do you think?
0: Hopefully everybody agrees with me. No way. See, now this is, this is funny right here. This song sucks. AKA the kick Tracy (laughs) award. Yes, (laughs) that's it. That is the name going forward. Thank you, John Byrne. I like that. That's good. I definitely dig that. And I'm sure Jeff Henderson will love it, too. Uh, Even the Lion King song is better than Step Into Christmas. Uh, Neither wins. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Because you can't say, ugh. And Patrick says he doesn't know it. Yeah, you do.
1: Yeah, you do. You it's do. Been, it's been pretty, Trust me, when you were the last t- time you were in the grocery store buying pistachios during the holiday season, Somewhere around November on.
0: 29th, yeah. Yeah, like, it was yeah. on. Yeah, guaranteed.
1: Staring at Christmas, be be we be get be together. We get together forever and ever. God, it's Eat, so drink, and be
0: merry. Come on with me. Step into Christmas. The admission's free. Yeah, the admission's free. I like him that song.
1: Not have to hear that song. I like
0: that song. I like it.
1: What about <laughs> What about Bruce's version of Santa Claus is coming to town?
0: I like that too. <laughs> Especially because he keeps laughing in the middle of it. Because some I don't know who's going. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>
1: He's always laughing in the middle of shit. Because <laughs> he's
0: stoned. He might uh, be. He might be. All right, cool. Now we got that out of the way. <laughs> I went with...
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. See? Our, our knew <laughs> ah,
0: oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. Uh, and, yeah, I do like Kiss, but I also rag on them as much as I like them. And, again, I like Kiss. I do not love Kiss. I like I, kiss. I love kiss. You love kiss. I like kiss. I am not a disciple. Where, oh, if Gene farted I would buy it. Well, I'm
1: not at that level.
0: Well, he would try to sell it though.
1: So I heard, you know, this would be a good way to wrap this up because you'll appreciate this. And most music, most people that watch this show are, are music people. I, uh, One of my reps visited me the other day, and he was saying when he worked for uh, St. Louis Music and they owned Ampeg, for those that don't know, they're a bass amp company, probably the ultimate bass amp company. Yep. um, The most well-known. Yeah. Gene did a signature Ampeg SVT head that was basically just a solid-state SVT packaged in a larger cabinet with his name on it and he charged 14 times the amount of what the solid state regular version was and they said but why you know that doesn't make any sense and he said and he said no it makes complete sense because it's my signature base amp and then he turned around and wanted them to sell his punisher bases oh my god And the deal was that the company didn't make any money and the stores that bought them didn't make any money and they said nobody's gonna buy this no stores are gonna stock this because they don't make any money and gene said yes but the traffic that they will get in their stores from having my bases you cannot put a value on that yeah you can
0: (laughs) sure you can uh you you are not the massive draw to bass players it's not like when i think of bass players gene simmons yes there we go well
1: he's great at that boom he loves to do that one the big bass slide you boom. hear it all over alive.
0: live yeah well that's and it's probably done in the studio afterwards again
1: boom. and he's really good at playing up in the higher register
0: whatever he's not good at much on bass you know i think he's a just, great bass player he's not for, for oh my Kiss, God. he's
1: a great bass player. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what What should he be doing? Should Roger be playing, would be a great bass player playing, in Kiss. Should he be playing Jocko licks all over fucking Lick It Up? I don't think so. No. I, I'm not saying Gene should be, like, in Rush,
0: you know? For a guy that toured with Rush as much as he did, he learned nothing.
1: Did it matter?
0: It should have.
1: I think he's just as successful, if not more.
0: Probably more, probably Probably more, more. but that doesn't mean he's good. That doesn't mean he's good. Bruce Springsteen sells out everywhere. It doesn't mean he's good. He's great. Tom Petty, dead. Great. Grateful dead. Also sucked. They sold out lots of shows. People didn't even know what they were going to (laughs) because they were so drug addled.
1: They sold out football stadiums for multiple nights. You yeah, because if you think Taylor Swift's selling some tickets, you should see that's Grateful the only Dead.
0: time the only time the fucking locker room smelled worse than after a football game is when the Grateful Dead played. <laughs> so there's that.
1: There is that.
0: All right. I'm moving and now I'm angry. <laughs> Fuck Elton John and Billy Joel.
1: What about when Elton John and Billy Joel toured together?
0: Actually, I wish I could have gone to that. That <laughs> to
1: was probably honest. fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was probably amazing. But um, anyway, I'm moving on. Can I do my song? That sucks. Yes. Please? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking motherfucker. Get me all angry at the end of the show. I got to leave at 645 in the morning. I'm just cranky. <sighs> okay. So it's sort of a double down because this is also a cover but it's terrible and it should never have been done, but it's not surprising that this person did this cover and it's terrible. Marilyn Manson did a cover of highway to hell for the Detroit rock city soundtrack. And I could care less. You could care less or you couldn't care less. I could, I can't could not could care less. If there's less, there's no more. There you go. I fucking hate it it sucks how about that it sucks not nearly no wait let me think about this elton john doesn't suck compared to this song because this song sucks so bad
1: well elton doesn't suck at
0: all he doesn't suck but this song sucks and it's just like oh i'm marilyn manson so i better do highway to hell because that sounds like that would be right because i marilyn mentioned look at my horns
1: yeah, Whatever. I remember that. It's pretty awful.
0: It's terrible. And there's a lot of other covers that are on that album. They're that actually pretty good. Like Drain DSTH does 20th Century Boy on that album, and they do a pretty good job of it. Uh, Cat Scratch Fever by Pantera is on that. The Donnas do a really good job doing Strutter. Yeah, the Donnas do Strutter. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really great soundtrack of mainly covers, except that, like why and the thing is he did it like in his mansony modern way and like this this movie takes place in the late 70s what are you doing
1: you know what else is on that soundtrack that outstanding kiss song nothing can keep me from you
0: so there's reasons why that doesn't get played or discussed or known ever yeah
1: but what's it's worse, just, the Marilyn Manson cover of Highway to Hell or the Tom Morello cover of Highway to Hell featuring Eddie Vedder and Bruce Springsteen?
0: I haven't heard that, and my head just hurts thinking about that combo. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Wow. What, why do we uncover this shit? Okay. <laughs> That's everything, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I try to just kind of, you know, I I like to. It's like as 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 the athletes say, I left it out on the field. You know, I left it all on the field. I put it all out there.
1: It's a good way to let it go.
0: Yeah, I agree. Let it go from Frozen. Sure. Of course. Why not? And you know what? (laughs) Fuck you. What's happening, baby? (laughs) Hey, mate. What's happening, baby? All right. Well, on.
1: It's not too good. What is Gal McCartney referring to?
0: Uh, the I think Highway to Hell, the Manson version. But... Okay. Oh, you hear that music? You know what that means? It's time to leave. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We wish you all a very, very happy Thanksgiving. May be filled with fully cooked turkey, uh, not undercooked turkey, because that would be terrible. And uh, make sure you all take your insulin before eating all the stuffing. Uh, Nick, what store do you own?
1: Rock City Music Company. And
0: where are you located?
1: Livonia, Michigan.
0: Where Five can we find Farming you? Team. Where can uh, we find you?
1: RockCityMusicCo.com.
0: And what are you selling all day on Friday?
1: Records and guitars. Yes, sir. And amps and anything else, but mostly records because it's Record Store Day Black Friday.
0: And anything that doesn't sell on Friday goes on the web when? When?
1: Uh, Saturday at 8 a.m.
0: There you go. So if there's any leftovers, that's where you'll find them. But my guess is that there's going to be not much.
1: Not much. Um, But whatever's left will be on the website. and We do ship uh, all over the country. So
0: there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you in two weeks. Have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Oh, so stop it. Stop. No, really? No. All right. There we go. Yes. Okay. We're leaving now. Wait, there's other comments? Okay, great. Bye.
1: Bye Bye-bye.